It's time for a Swedish fika with some Swedish fun facts with your host, Pixel Pia. Easter in Sweden was until the 1970s observed as a religious holiday, but today it is largely secularized, with a blend of Christian, folklore and Old Norse traditions. It is still an official holiday in Sweden, with many people off from work on both Friday and Monday of that weekend. Hey san hey, I am Pixel Pia, and this is a Swedish fika the podcast where I talk about Sweden and Swedes. So let's talk about Swedish traditions around Easter. And let's start by talking about Skärtorsta, Monday, Thursday. The Swedish word Skär has many meanings. It can mean notch or edge. It can also mean a rocky islet or even the color pink. But in this case, its meaning is pure or clean, and it refers to the story about Jesus washing the disciples' feet before the Last Supper. The traditions of Skärtorsta have very little to do with Christianity. It has more to do with the superstition and beliefs in witches. During the 16th and 17th centuries, the time of witch trials in Europe, This day was believed to be the day when witches traveled to Blåkulla, Blue Hill, to have intercourse with the devil. The witches made their journey on broomsticks. Today, this belief has transformed into the tradition of påskkärringar, Easter witches, in Sweden. Kids dress up in old clothes, usually very long skirts and aprons, wear headscarves, and paint their faces with red cheeks and freckles. They often carry a broom and a black hat, which was the symbol of the devil, and sometimes even a coffee pot. But don't ask me why the coffee pot, I have no idea. They then walk door to door, wishing people a happy Easter, or as we say in Sweden, glad påsk, often handing out homemade Easter cards, And in return, they are given candy. Similar to the tradition of Halloween in the US, both boys and girls can be dressed up as påskkärringar. But for the boys, there is also an alternative called påskgubbar, Easter old men, wearing a black suit, a large fake mustache and an old top hat. The next day of the Easter tradition is långfreda, good Friday. The translation of Longfreda is Long Friday. This is the first public holiday of Easter in Sweden, and most people are off from work. Of course, it commemorates the day that Jesus died on the cross, and when I grew up, this was really a long day in every sense. Nothing was open on this day. No stores, no movie theaters, nothing. We had only two TV channels back then. One of them only showed religious programs, while the other one showed documentaries. Another reason for this feeling so unnaturally long was probably the anticipation of the upcoming Easter day. 
Påskafton, which is the main event during Easter in Sweden. Påskafton is the day when kids and adults get showered with food and candy. This day is very much focused on family, food and candy. Often, friends and families get together and the main attraction of the day is the smurgosbord, where a lot of typical dishes are served. If you listen to my episode about Swedish Christmas, you are probably already familiar with many of the dishes, like meatballs, pickled herring and Jansson's frestelse, Jansson's temptation. But the Easter smurgosbord has its own specialties. And almost all of them are focused on eggs. First of all, you have boiled eggs, which you decorate by coloring or painting them. In my family, we usually painted them right there at the table. We then had a competition in the tradition of egg pecking. The competition starts with two of the contestants holding their egg in one hand with the pointed end outwards. You then try to peck the other person's egg so the shell will crack. The winner is the one with the non-cracked egg, and that person then moves on to the next person, and so on. The final winner of the game is the last person standing with his or her egg uncracked. But boiled eggs are just one of many egg dishes on the Swedish Easter smurgosbord. We also have egg halves decorated with fish roe or shrimp. Gubröra. Old man mix, which is a mix of anchovies, eggs that are hacked up in little pieces, and kalles caviar, a smoked fish roe paste bought in a tube. We have egg cake and sometimes even egg bread. Bread baked with whole eggs inside of them. And just as with Christmas, the most popular soda is must. That is the same soda as Christmas must with a different name. It's now called Posk must, Easter must. After the Easter lunch and all that eating, it is time for the highlight, at least for the kids. Posk egg, Easter eggs. These are egg-shaped containers made out of cardboard that are split in the center lengthwise. They come in all sizes from a few inches up to a yard and are nicely decorated with drawings of old farm scenes with chickens and roosters, Easter bunnies and much, much more. It is not easy to describe them in an audio podcast, but if you visit the SwedishFika.com and look at the blog post called A Swedish Easter, you can see photos of them. These eggs are filled with candy, lots of Easter candy. And even though Sweden is one of the countries in the world when it comes to the largest candy consumption, during this week of Easter, this number skyrocket. And the Swedes consume about three pounds of candy per person this week alone. In many families, it is also a tradition to hide these eggs for the kids to find. Easter has two more official holidays, Påskdagen, Easter Sunday, and Annandag Påsk, Easter Monday. Both are official holidays 
and Easter Sunday is also an official flag day in Sweden. But besides that, there are no specific traditions connected to these days. And maybe us Swedes just need two days to recover after all that food and candy. Unlike Christmas, Easter is not a very big decoration holiday. But there are a few decorations you will find in almost every Swedish home. The first one is påsk ris, Easter twigs. If we look at the history of the Easter twigs and go back to the 17th century, people used to cut birch twigs Monday, Thursday and prepare these in bunches for the tradition of flogging that took place on the morning of Good Friday to commemorate Jesus' suffering on the cross. Today, the birch twigs are not used for flogging. Instead, they are used for decorations. You put the twigs in a vase with water and decorate them with colorful feathers and eggs made out of plastic, or you can use real empty painted eggshells. Since this is also the end of the long dark winter in Sweden, flowers are an important part of the decorations, both inside and in the yard. The most popular ones are daffodils and tulips, who are placed both in pots and vases. And finally we have the Easter rooster, the Swedish equivalent of the American Easter bunny. And you will find roosters in many shapes and forms in a home during Easter. Easter in Sweden is nowadays a very secular holiday that provides Swedes with an extra long weekend, Friday until Monday. Just as the winter starts to break, filled with family food and candy, it is for many Swedes a point in time where we leave the dark winter behind and start to enjoy longer days, and the sun again. In my next episode, I will talk about Swedish inventions. Some of them are things that you might use on a daily basis without knowing that they are Swedish inventions. Until next time, as we say in Sweden, Glad påsk and hej då! You can keep up with everything from a Swedish fika on a swedishfika.com or on Facebook or Instagram as a Swedish fika. And you can reach Pixelpia at pixelpia at a swedishfika.com.